Welcome to Lessons from a Podcaster, a show where we interview podcasters from all around the world and ask them to share their tips, insights, stories, and everything you need to know to grow your own podcast. This show is brought to you by PodSqueeze, the essential tool for any podcaster that wants to take their show to the next level. Let's get started with our host, Tiago. Hello, David. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me on. Let's start with the one-minute pitch challenge. So let's say someone meets you at a party and they ask you about your podcast, what it's all about. What do you answer? So I would say, so each week um, I talk about a useful psychological or philosophical tool that can be used to help improve a person's way of thinking. So I draw on a lot of things like humanist, humanistic and existential psychology on like Stoic philosophy. There's a certain amount of Buddhism in there because that's quite a big interest of mine. Um, you know, the, the applicable stuff that I think might be useful for people. Um, each episode is about 20 minutes long and <clears throat> they're basically designed to be easily accessible. So I want to try and make them as li little shots of information that people can, can take away, give them some ideas and then signpost them to other things that might be useful to try and improve their knowledge on it if they if they wanted to. That sounds really interesting. I think it's a it's a topic that more and more you know is raising a lot of interest among people. When did you start this uh, this journey, this project? So it it started it started as a podcast in January of 2023, um, but it came off the back of a Substack article that I was writing. So I I kind of set myself a challenge to write an article every day in July of 2023 and cool. then kind of went through it slowed down a bit towards the end of the year and then the podcasting aspects came out in Substack and I thought okay well this is cool I can give it a go again wanted to challenge myself to do a podcast every week just to try and be consistent and to get something out there basically and just just sort of see what happens what is your background it's a bit of a mixed bag um so I started off Uh, many years ago in engineering, uh, and I, I wow. do software engineering during during the day. Mm. Um, and I then, whilst I was doing that, doing the day job, I went to night college and I trained as a psychotherapist. So wow. I did a little bit of that on the side. Um, I'm not really doing that much anymore, but a lot of that, a lot of that kind of work in psychotherapy and that training drives the content in the podcast, essentially. So I'm I. I used to do client work. I've stopped just because it was too much doing the day job and that on the, on the side as well. And I kind of thought, well, part of the podcast was, well, how can I, how can I try and give back to people? What can I, you know, without doing one-to-one -one sessions, what can I do to try and give back and try and support people in their, you know, in their, their sort of journey as a, as a human being fundamentally. So that was a bit of the motivation for it. It's, it's amazing. What, what a great, uh, what a great, you know, diverse background. <laughs> Thank you. It's a bit of a mixed bag, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Do, do you remember that first episode? Like, how did you record it? Were you happy with the uh, with <laughs> with the results? I um, <coughs> excuse me. I I did it. I didn't have the same setup as I have now. I had a, I had a cheap like thirty thirty pound microphone from Amazon, like a USB thing. Um, I was. It was about. 12, 13 minutes long. They're about 20 odd minutes, just, just over 20 minutes now. I could, I struggled to think of what to say because I'm, 
I'm quite a natural introvert, so talking doesn't necessarily come naturally. Um, so it was very much like I've got to try and get 10 minutes of content out and say something that I think is going to be useful. And I'll be honest, I thought it was I, – I wasn't, I wasn't happy with it, but I think part of the challenge of doing the podcast was to ignore that kind of need for perfectionism, just do it, put it out into the ether, yeah. and just let it go, and then move on. That was, you know, that's trying to trying to sort of get into that mindset with it. Yeah, I, I think that's the beauty of podcasting as well. It's a very simple format, right? You, mm. It doesn't require a lot of things. It doesn't require a lot of lights, and you just need a cheap microphone, that's and it. and you just release it. But now let let's talk about your current stack. So you said that you started with this cheaper microphone. Now you probably have something more advanced. Tell me everything from idea to publishing your episode. <laughs> what's what's your stack? Sure thing. So um, I've got, I start off, I've got um, the uh, uh, notes on the on the iPad and I'll just sit down and I'll read stuff. Um, I, I love reading about philosophy and psychology anyway. So I will, I will be reading something. I'll come across something that week, which I think could be useful to people. Um, I'll do a bit more research and I'll just make loads and loads of notes on everything. And then I'll have a bit of a, a kind of bullet point outline of things that I want to go through in the episode so it's not like a, I tend not to script it but I'll just go right you know I want to go through all of these in this right. sort of order and give mm -hmm. it some structure so I'll start off with that and then I do that I record everything I've got um I've got a Logitech Yeti X mic now which is infinitely better than the one I had originally <laughs> um we've got the Elgato face cam if there's any video stuff going on um, and I, I do all the recording in Adobe Audition and then sort of mix everything down. So I've, I've got a, an intro and an outro MP3 that goes at the front, obviously front and the okay. back. And then I do the, do the recording in Audition. How did um, you do the, the intro MP3? Was, did you do it yourself or did you hire someone to do it for you? I did it myself. Yeah. So I, part of, part of the Adobe stuff, I've got the Adobe stock thing and I downloaded a bit of, you know, one of the stock audio, um, sort of loop music tracks. Okay. Mm -hmm. did did the voiceover for it and then just blended that together into one one sort of mix down basically that then sits at the front and the back okay is it an easy uh, software to use adobe i don't mind it i've i find it's pretty it's pretty pretty good to use i've come across simpler ones where it's literally drag and drop but um i've been using it for a little while on and off so it's not it, it hasn't got too much of a learning curve i'd say okay so once it's ready, uh, what what uh, software or host provider do you use to publish your episodes? So everything, all of the podcasts go onto Substack, and then what I've done is uh, this is fairly recently actually. Um, I've linked the Substack RSS feed for the podcast into YouTube because there's a podcasting thing on YouTube now. Oh yeah. So what happens is as soon as your podcast comes out, and this this is for whatever podcast host you've used you, the rss feed goes into youtube give it an hour or two and then you get a video on youtube that's created of your podcast as well so you can push it out to to different platforms on that one um but obviously before i do any of the any of the publishing i upload the mp3 the mix down into PodSqueeze, uh which then creates a wonderful amount of content for me to go and do my social marketing video clips, quotes, all of that kind of stuff. So it's an absolute, absolute godsend uh, in terms of time saving. It's, uh, yeah, that is big help, to hear. big help. What, what is the, what are the assets that you use the most from PodSquiz? 
generally it's the um sometimes the title is really useful just if i can't quite work out what i want to call it having some suggestions on the title's great uh, the linkedin and facebook um social posts are really good sometimes i'd use like the blog post or newsletter if i want to do like a longer form social thing right. going out um but the i think it came in fairly obviously you you can tell me on this but what i saw fairly recently was the media content side and yes. being able to create video snippets of well basically set it up in i think i got like six or seven sections of the podcast broken down which then can be converted into <clears throat> excuse me into video for um like tiktok tiktok mm. instagram reels all that sort of stuff so yeah that that media content i'm using quite heavily at the minute it's very cool very cool yeah, feature amazing. yeah it's a new feature that we just launched and it's great to see that people are uh, using it Tell me, let, let's go uh, out of, out of the the more nerdy nerdy stuff of tech <laughs> stack and, and go back to uh, the, the your podcast. What is the most memorable episode? Either because it was really fun, or because it was a struggle, or you learned a lot. Does one come to your mind? There is, there is, and it's a it's a, it's actually a two part one that I did um, back in September October, I think last year, and. I was chatting with a friend of mine and we were talking about the well-being industry as a whole. And both of us think that there's a certain like commoditization of well-being that we think is a bit toxic, you know, like all of these different pills and potions and mindsets and things that are supposed to make you happy. Um, and we, you know, we, we both sort of disagree with it. So I thought, well, I can, I could really let rip on this and have a good old rant about, about my thoughts on the well-being industry and it was nice because I totally I think it was at that point it was about then that the podcast were getting a bit longer I was getting a bit more comfortable talking and, and, and what have you and I think it was about then that I completely let go of being concerned about what people thought of what I was saying so I would I just totally wow. let go and it was <laughs> it was really liberating just to be well this is what I think and you know it's not offensive or anything I'm just like well I think you know I think this could be better and I don't agree with this and da da and and I managed to squeeze in right at the end because um, we were talking about you know it got a little bit into into like the cult mindset and how people right. kind of get pulled into these yes. ideas and these thoughts. Um, and I managed to recap the story of a time when I was in London and I wandered into the Scientology Museum. Uh, they're going to come for us talking about this <laughs> in London, and it was just like a big exhibition. So right, you can come and have a look round. And I'm looking around with a friend of mine, and I said, I said to her, if they ask us to do a test, say we have to go for meet friends for dinner, we have to leave. And she's like, don't be ridiculous. They're not going to do that. Within five minutes, they've come out and gone, we'd like to take you into a room to talk to our, like, our psychologist. And we were like, right, we've got to go. It was, I came that close to being a Scientologist, basically. So that's... Wow. Uh... <laughs> that was close. It was close So stuff. when you released that, that episode where you kind of... Uh, freed yourself and in, you decided to uh, talk more freely uh, did you get any not so positive feedback or or any feedback from your friends or your listeners i i got a few bits of feedback um one of my friends said basically don't talk about scientologists um <laughs> but uh, yeah it was it was quite positive there wasn't a huge amount of feedback but uh it was it was it was nice to see that that people share the same thoughts and can see some of the things that are a little bit skewed 
with with how some of that well-being industry mm-hmm. is done not all of it obviously but certain yeah. certain aspects of it um so yeah it was nice it was quite nice just to see people yeah share that share yeah. the ideas really yeah what i like about podcasting is that uh there's a lot of purposes, right? It's, it's it can be to make money. Uh, it can also be for self development, right? And and in your case, it, it's been great as well for you to practice speaking, and yeah. and also to to learn more about the topic that you love. Uh, what are what are the the next steps for your podcast? Like, what where would you see the podcast in in a year? And what what are you going to do to achieve those goals? So I'd I'd love I'd love to get the viewership into like four figures, but you know, that's that's a that's a it's a, I reckon I see that as a high as a high thing. I think I've got a I, I'd like to see the viewership grow or the listenership grow, I should say. And I think to be fair, the only way that I can really see of doing that is just to be consistent and to keep doing what I'm doing and just to you know, let, let fate do its thing. Um, I think eventually if you put enough effort into something, then if you're putting out decent content, then I think you'll get somewhere, you know, um, I'd always feel it's like, it's like 50%, 50% quality, 50% luck, you know, Mm. some, sometimes it doesn't work, but you've just got to be, I think be consistent. I don't want to have too many expectations on it. Um, and just just see where it goes. Really, I think the fact that doing it doing it for the enjoyment, I think, is is fundamentally the goal. So, yeah. if people, if if you know, if one person listens to what I've said and they get something out of it, and it helps them in some way. I've done my job. You know. Mm-hmm. Can you tell a story of, s- of some feedback or someone that came to you because they listened to your podcast or an episode and somehow touched them in in in, in any way? Yeah, yeah. So I, I did, I did. Funnily enough, end up getting a therapy client off the back of the podcast, um, which was interesting. Um, they were. I was basically talking about um, about letting go of stuff in the past and about being present, um, and it resonated with them quite quite a lot. And and we ended up sort of chatting for about five six weeks on and off, just going through some of their stuff and, and managed to to help them through. A, a few mental blocks they had. So that was really, really quite rewarding. I say a client, it was more a case of just, we were just chatting on video and, right. and a few emails and stuff, but, but it was quite, it was quite nice to quite nice to see that some of the stuff has able to change a way that someone thinks for the better, you know? Yeah, totally, totally understand. And as we were talking before starting this episode, it's, it's amazing I'm always surprised that there's people that want to listen to us, you know, in a, in a, you know, uh, in a weekly basis, for instance. Uh, yeah. But um, so as a last question, what advice would you give to a podcaster that is just starting? They're, uh, let's say, also podcast in the same, in the same area as mm-hmm. you, you know, kind of mental health and psychology. And, yeah. Um, what, what advice would you give him or her? I would say... And I think this this is this is advice I would give myself as well going back a year. Don't worry about getting it perfect. Don't worry about getting it exactly right. And don't be frightened of putting it out into the world. I think there's a certain there was a bit of procrastination I found and a bit of fear putting out those first few episodes. 
But the worst thing that's going to happen is someone's not going to agree with you. And that doesn't matter, you know, and it doesn't matter that it's not perfect. The important thing is that you're doing it and just be consistent. Do it. If you're going to do it, if you say you're going to do it every week, do it every week and make it a part of your kind of pro, you know, your process. Um, and yeah, I guess, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just don't, don't be frightened. Don't be, don't be perfect and be consistent. Yeah, totally agree. And I think being consistent it's really important. It's really key. Uh, yeah. Most of, of podcasts end up uh, stopping or most of podcasters end up giving up after two or three episodes. So mm. just the fact that you're able to push further than that, <laughs> you're already winning. So that's that's great feedback, David. Um, just tell us, where can we find you? Like, what's, um, what are your socials? Where can we listen to your episode? Tell us again the name of the, the podcast. Uh, I don't know if we actually mentioned it. But Do you know what? I don't we... think I did. I'm doing really bad at, at, at talking about myself here. Um, yeah, but... so the, <laughs> the, the the podcast is called The Observing Eye, and that's the letter I, not the not the eye that you see with. Um, okay. You can find it on uh, the home, the main home of it is on Substack, and the address for that is theobservingeye.substack.com. Uh, if you like YouTube, you can find all of the episodes on YouTube as well, and that's youtube.com forward slash at the observing eye um, and then on socials um, we're on tiktok and instagram with the handle at the observing eye as well perfect i will link everything in the show notes and as well uh, of course mention the episodes or the podcast in the introduction but for the listener just make sure to go to the show notes and check out the observer eye the observing eye and uh, david thank you so much for being guest in the in the lessons for a podcast Thank you very much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. This podcast is brought to you by PodSqueeze, an essential tool for podcasters that creates show notes, timestamps, clips, and more. Visit PodSqueeze.com and use the code PODCASTER for 20% discount in the first three months. We release a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday. See you in the next episode of Lessons from a Podcaster.